The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. We are going to talk about the business case for childcare, which if you hear that, you might be thinking, I really don't understand what that means. What does childcare have to do with my business and running that successfully? I think if you just stay tuned for a few minutes, you're going to find out why this should matter to you and should matter to all of us as we try to really restore, fully restore our workforce in our places of business. So joining me today as my guest, I'm thrilled to have a couple of folks that are really experts in knowing how this works from a business standpoint and a childcare standpoint. First, I want to introduce Kristen Buell-Lepisto. Kristen is the Executive Director of KC Ready Force in Kalamazoo. Kristen, thanks for being with us. Thanks, Sherry. Happy to be here. And also we have with us Scott Nikeza. Scott is the CEO of CalSec in Kalamazoo. And Scott can talk with us a little bit about what this issue means to business and also about a pretty cool solution that CalSec has come up with that's really made a difference in their organization. Scott, welcome to the Welsh Wire. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here as well. So um, we've talked, the three of us, a lot about this issue in various places. But for those who don't really understand what this topic is all about and what it means, let's sort of talk about the challenges right now. I think it's universally understood that we have an issue with our workforce, and that is there's not enough people to fill the open jobs we have, right? There are a lot of people, women in particular, that have gone missing out of our workforce since the start of the global pandemic in 2020. And although I think we feel for the most part like we've turned a corner and it's a new day, um, we're still finding ourselves in a really challenged position from a labor force standpoint. So some of the issues that we're facing right now is that going back to the, the pandemic, February of 2020, we know that the ratio of women that lost their jobs at that time versus men was three to one. Three women for every single man lost a job at that time of the pandemic. Now, the interesting thing is we hear a lot about the labor and the workforce recovery, right? New jobs being created, more people back to work. Here's a really frightening statistic that I think isn't well understood. There are still over a million women in the United States, this is as of January, over a million women in the United States that are still out of work as a result of pandemic-related job losses. Now, the extra interesting fact in that is when you look at men and their return to work post-pandemic, though they have recovered all of the jobs. Men have recovered all of the jobs that they lost. In fact, 100,000 more men have gone back to work post-pandemic than were employed pre-pandemic. So why is it that more women are not back in the workforce? And what we've come to identify through studies 
such as the Marshall case, right, that we're going to look at a little bit today and talk about, we've come to identify that there's some really significant issues with childcare that are impacting women getting back to the workforce. This is Kristen's area of responsibility and not great deep knowledge, right, because you work a lot with uh, preschool, high-quality preschool, three- and four-year-olds. So, Kristen, help us understand what are those issues around child care concerns that make it so challenging for working yeah. moms? Yeah, and there's been a lot of studies on this, right? Um, if you're looking at the data for why people are leaving the workforce, if you look, if you ask men with kids under five, um, 14% of them said it's because of child care and availability and affordability. But if you ask women with kids under five, 45% of them said that they're leaving the workforce or have left the workforce because of childcare issues. Um, and that shows what we knew before COVID, right? Women bear the brunt of care in the United States. Um, and then, you know, there's other studies. Deloitte did a study showing that um, 80% of women said that since the pandemic, their workloads have increased. Um, and also two thirds of them said that also their home responsibilities have increased. So something has to give, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. We know that 88% of women, and this is according to this McKinsey research that was done on this Marshall Plan study, 88% of women with kids aged zero to five said that having work flexibility, predictable hours, or childcare support would make them much more likely to choose an employer. Interesting data that could really help us. Data we can't ignore, quite frankly, as we really need to build up our workforce. Um, and anecdotally in West Michigan, we know that to hold just as true as it does anywhere else in the country. So Scott, I wanna to turn to you now for a second because as Finding a solution for this, CalSec was way out of the curve years ago, right? I mean, you developed a really unique and successful approach to tackling that child care issue with a program you put it in place at CalSec several years ago. So tell us a bit about that, Scott. Well, about four years ago, um, and I, I think there's probably two big reasons why we did this. And first one is the organization where I work. And uh, we are a family-owned company. We've been here 63 years. So we have a lot of family values and, and our purpose statement around what we want to do for people and the planet. And we're also a B corporation. We became one about three years ago, which is a benefit corporation, which also describes a company using their profits to not only provide <clears throat> jobs and earnings for shareholders, but also what they do for employees and the community and also in the planet. So we had a great organization that was ready to step up. And then I'll say the second thing was the spark for inspiration was the third generation of the family, Martha Todd, who is a working mom herself and who had this idea about how uh, much of a burden it was for women. And she approached the officers and they were met with uh, great enthusiasm for the program. So that's how we really got started. And we have 500 employees within the company and we have single family members. We have working moms and dads. We have both parents that work here or one parent. And so when you have working moms and dad, you just naturally think about, well, what about the kids? And for a lot of our families here, because in our 
lab, we have R&D people from all over the world. They speak about eight languages. Their extended family is not somebody down the road. It's not a neighbor. It's not a mom that lives across the street. They're plane rides away from where they are. And so having a child care center that was available for them became a really important thing. And what we really know about this issue, with all the statistics there are, it really means that working moms and dad make huge sacrifices to their careers and their pocketbooks when they try to solve this problem on their own or within the resources that are often too far short of being able to satisfy the needs they have for their families. Yeah, so it's a difference maker to your employees, and you hear about that every day. Yeah, and if I was to tell you what employees say about the program, I, I can tell you that uh, we get such great reviews, and it's people that are looking out the window and they see their kids come by wearing boots on their way to a duck hunt or following a nature path through there. So they're really excited about that. Employees who get to eat uh, lunch with their kids or go up there and read a book. Employees that can come to work in a timely manner, drop their kids off here because the site is at work and have to pick them up right when they leave. We're open from six to six, which provides a lot of convenience. So they are so happy with that and they're so satisfied. And a big aim of the Farmhouse Child Development Center is actually to work on developing kids. And so we try to teach them how to get along, how to be problem solvers. At one time, we had nine different languages within there, so they learn a lot mm. about diversity. And so it's a great reward. And I'll finally say that for <clears throat> parents that work here or employees that work here who don't have kids in the center, they're happy to see that their colleagues are taken care of, that they can work and concentrate on their job and not have to worry about their kids or leave early or miss time off because everybody works as a team. And so when their colleagues are taken care of because of this, they know that they're benefiting from that as well. So retention and recruiting are really big parts of uh, the happiness we see from having such a program. Yeah, yeah. And several years ago, we did a program. This is shortly after the shortly after the farmhouse just got started. We did a program on that on the Welsh Wire and talked about how wonderful, little did we know how wonderful it was really going to be years down the road, right? It was great when it started, innovative, really cool stuff. But wow, we had no idea what kind of impact it really could be making for such a time as this, right? There, and that's a great model uh, for folks to get involved in or to consider getting involved in, maybe in conjunction with a neighboring employer or someone in your in your business park, what have you, in your in your building. But Christian, there's other programs that are available too and other unique ways that companies can approach this issue. There's a recently developed state of Michigan program called TriShare that provides a little bit more support and resources for companies that want to develop some kind of childcare options for their workforce. So can you tell us a little bit more about TriShare? Yeah, sure. So this is something that started as a pilot. It it just got sort of um, funded again through the state of Michigan to help reduce the cost of childcare for families and also to help employers provide some support for employers who can't do amazing things like Scott did, right? And, and help you know put a childcare on their campus. Um, and what the TriShare is, is the cost of the childcare is shared between the family, the employer, and the state. So each pays a third. Um, it's a huge help to families and parents 
families can still choose the provider that they want their children to attend. It just has to be a licensed provider. Um, and so I would say if anyone certainly in West Michigan is interested in this, they should visit um, the Southwest Child Care Resources website. That's CCR, the number four, kids.org. There's a lot of information there. Um, CCR does all the work for employers, too, and it's just a really great opportunity for employers to start helping their staff um, with the burden, with the incredible burden that is um, the cost of childcare. Yeah, that, that is a great program with a lot of options that companies can plug into and resources certainly to help them get started and, and putting together a program that really works for their workforce, their situation, and their employees, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of people think like, well, geez, I paid for daycare when my kids were little. Like, what is the big challenge now, right? And affordability is the number, one of the two biggest issues that are always cited for why, you know, childcare is so challenging for parents. Um, but right. if you look at it over the last 30 years, childcare costs have increased twice as fast as any other family expense. So it really is a big burden. We're, you know, locally, we're talking, people are paying what they would pay for in-state college tuition. And this is for a three-year-old or a four-year-old. They didn't have 18 years to save for this expense. Um, right. So it, it's a huge burden. And so things like the TriShare or other, or you know, case ready forest tuition assistance or things like that can really make a big difference to keeping yeah. folks in the workforce. Oh, they surely can. Yeah. I mean, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach, that's for sure. And I think, you know, some of those issues were highlighted in the McKinsey report, which they kind of called the Marshall Plan for Moms. It's really a cool report, which, by the way, I should... Just pause here and say that if you're interested in any of the documents that we're referencing today, more information, we will have um, resources available to you at the end of the show. We'll talk about how to get a hold of that. But that McKinsey report, that Marshall Plan for Moms, talked about a four-step approach that businesses should walk through as they create a solution that works best for them, their organization, and their workforce, right? So, the, you know, the first is really to understand employee needs because, um, you know, the, the needs of a workforce will vary different. The needs of one family to another will vary greatly. They'll be very different. So really understand what their employees need there and recognize, as you started to allude to also, that you know one size does not fit all, right? I mean, certainly the needs of an organization that's running three shifts might be different than the needs of a professional blue-collar office environment where it's just an eight to five Monday through Friday. Um, and Scott and Kristen, you might be able to weigh in a little bit here too with some of your experience in trying to customize. Scott, you talked about being open six to six, for example, to meet the needs of everybody. We do have people that uh, get dropped off early and start their shift earlier. So they have a seven to three, and then we stay till six to help people that are working late and staying late. So that's really part of the convenience. And when you think about if you had to drive 45 minutes to another part of town and back and forth again, it just takes a lot of time out of your life to find that if it's not really accessible to where you are and when you need it. So that was a big, big part of the uh, <clears throat> results that we got from employee surveys that say they really appreciate that. Yeah, that's great. And I know the emergency child care too, Kristen, I mean, that's a that's an issue for some, right? So I maybe I've got a stable daycare environment covered for my children when my when everything is normal. But as soon as somebody gets sick, as yep. soon as somebody needs to take a vacation, I, I got nothing. I got no backups, right? Yeah, and that's a huge factor too. I mean, and that's another one of the amazing benefits that that CalSec is providing, right? Because 
families are looking at things like affordability, but, and then also like Scott was saying, how accessible is it? Is it on my way to work? Is it close to work? Is it close to my house? What am I gonna do when they're closed, right? What's the backup option? How convenient is it? You know, what sort of hours does it have for my schedule? So when the employer is really helping to design for that and solve for some of those problems, then it just becomes such a huge benefit to the family. Yeah, yeah. The Marshall Plan also points out that you really have to design your program. If you're going to address these needs, you got to design your child care solutions, considering business factors, too. So, Scott, I, you know, this is really your expertise here on designing options that meet the company's operational and financial needs. I mean, you spoke a little bit about B2B Corporation. This fits perfectly. You know, I can I could tell you selfishly, I mean, just for the, the, the health of the company, the profitability of the company. So employees do seek us out when they work here. And I, I always tell this story. I was really amused by it. So I get a, a note one day from a woman in Georgia who's a single mom. And she tells me she's a single mom. She's an aeronautical engineer. And she wonders if we do that kind of work because she's looking for a place to work where there's child care on the campus. We're a food ingredient company, and I write her back and say, we're not there yet, but if we do get there, we'll write you back. But I think people seek this out. So it is an advantage when you're recruiting people. And when everything is equal, and, and rarely is, people will choose an option that gives them the most satisfaction and the chance to advance their career. So employees can get developed. They can participate in more things because their child care worries are taken care of. The affordability of it, I can tell you that we subsidize it. So we do ask uh, employees who take advantage of it to pay something. If you're a highly compensated employee here, you pay nearly the full amount. And if you're an employee who has a job that doesn't pay as much as another one that has more responsibility, you get subsidized more. So there's a sliding scale. So that makes it affordable for everybody. The other thing I'm really most proud of, the people that work in the child care center are employees of CalSec. They get beyond minimum wage. They get benefits. They get 401ks. And you think about, now I, I know I'm sounding like I'm running for office, but you think about a, a country where every public employee in every state is either a football coach or a basketball coach. They're the highest paid employee. Then you think about what we pay the people that raise our children and ask those people to make sure they learn all the lessons and get an education and get a great start, which is so important in those early years. And then to pay them below that is just such a disadvantage in that. So it takes a special person to have that kind of patience and understanding. And so we feel like they should get the same benefits health benefits and 401ks, and and we should take that on as part of what we do. Now, the other advantages it has from a business, we bring a lot of customers through here that are buying our products, and they all have corporate social responsibility programs. They have a, a consuming public that is more interested in carbon footprint and things you do in the community and that. And so when they see the Child Development Center, as well as other things we do here, they're more inclined to do business with us because they see the kind of organization we are. So it has been just, uh, it's great uh, for retention. It's great for recruiting. I I think we have an advantage over others. 
And I always say this, you know, I was raised by two daughters who taught me a lot about these sorts of things. I got asked this question. We, we did give an open house through the Child Development Center. And somebody said, what is, a, what is the one wish you have now that you have a Child Development Center? And it didn't take me long to answer. And I thought about it. And what I had really wished for was that my mother had something like this. Because women in the workplace take on most of the responsibility, almost all of it. And I wouldn't say my dad was not a caring father or anything, but if my mother asked him, hey, can you pick the kids up after school? He'd probably say, okay, now what school are they going to? And what's the name of the teacher? And how do I get there? (laughs) I know. It's such a burden. And it's such a, you know, a a long outdated notion that, that it shouldn't be fully participated in. And so that I hope... My mother didn't have it. I hope my daughters do because it is so important and it it just makes life better. You don't really get the joys of parenthood when you're worried about, you know, this it's closed tomorrow. I have to take off. It's your turn. We're open, you know, every day the company's open. So it has just meant a lot. And uh, it's it's taken the whole community of CalSec employees to really get behind it. And uh, I started here in 99. <clears throat> And I thought we were going to be an IT company because um, maybe someone out there will remember Y2K and that was going to, so we were hiring IT people. Now I think we're going to be a childcare company. We're going to have, we have three buildings now. We're going to have 50 some kids in the fall. And so it's a popular notion. It's a great recruiting tool. It helps with absenteeism because you cut down on that. You have engaged workforce and you're doing something for those people, which I think also translates into them feeling better about what they can do. So, Oh, it surely does. I mean, it's just been a tremendous success story. I think it's really inspirational, again, for other companies that are looking for solutions, whether they choose to go all in to the extent that you have at CalSec and putting in their own child development center, or just try to take pieces of that or partner with someone else, or even just take away the idea that let's investigate TriShare, there is something we can do to get these million plus working moms back to work, right, in our places of business and really create an atmosphere that's sticky, right, that that women want to be in, want to stay in. It's good for the employee. It's good for the children. Um, and, and it's good for our businesses, too. It's like win-win all the way around. I think something you've done really effectively as well, Scott, is use that tool really to um, to drive more attraction to your organization. Uh, your people sing the praises, right, of what how good it is to work at CalSec and why you want to be there. So it just, it's like a, a great circle that just continues to spin around. Um, it, it does take success. the whole organization. And I want to say that uh, we've, we hit a home run when we took this on. And it is... Uh, it's not so challenging. You just have to put your mind to it in that. And we're happy to help other people discover what's right for them, whether it is going in uh, combination with others, whether it's supporting the child care centers near them, giving their employees vouchers if they have trouble making the payments, trying to find emergency uses. So there's a lot of ways. I think I want to say we're not perfect either. We're still working on being the best company we can and that. So uh, I feel good about this program and uh, I just hope uh, we can help and inspire others. And, and we also get inspired. This community is 
really generous in terms of uh, a lot of employee relationships and what they do. And so we're just um, took this avenue and it's worked so well for us. Yeah, it, it clearly has. You've had great success with it. And we so appreciate your willingness to share what you've done with others so they can learn from that. Um, because this is a challenge for so many, but it's not an insurmountable challenge. Right. There are answers out there. And again, whether it's looking at a farmhouse type of solution or looking at TriShare, reading the Marshall Plan for moms, if you want to get your hands on that and dig into that, what can we do? There are solutions out there um, that as business leaders, we can explore and we can solve this problem. It, it, it doesn't have to be one that really cripples us. Um, as we look to get working moms back to work. So again, let me just share with listeners, if you want more information on Casey Ready Fours and their work in this area of high quality preschool, you want to know more about the farmhouse, you want to know more about McKinsey's study and this Marshall Plan for Moms, you can go to our blog on our website, welshandassociates.net, go to podcast and blogs, you'll find the blog with all the links there. You can also email us, jobs at welshandassociates.net. We'll send you the tip sheet and all the links to follow up and get all the information you need to really explore how you can solve this problem in your own operation. Um, again, our guests today have been terrific. So glad you could join us. Kristen Buell-Lepisto from Casey Ready Fours, Scott Nikeza from CalSec. Thank you so much for your insight and expertise. Oh, thank you for uh, hosting us. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.